All right. So welcome back this week. We have another great topic. So we're talking all about your dog and stress. So we're talking about really some signs that you can tell if your dog's stressed, because a lot of times, you know, we get, humans get stressed, dogs get stressed, and you may not know if they're telling you they get stressed. I always talk to, you know, potential dog, I mean, um, clients and dog owners that, you know, dogs are communicating with us all the time, and they definitely are telling us when they're stressed. And so I just want to go through a few of those signs so you'll know too when your dog's actually stressed stress. Now, before I even get into any of those signs, without me even saying anything, are, are there certain things that Archie does that you know for a fact that he's stressed? Yeah. So uh, a heavy pant where the tongue is completely out is a stress yep. for him. And then um, he, uh, we have, we sort of coined this phrase that he expires. So if he's at a place and he's visiting or yep. he's in a new situation, he's mm-hmm. happy for a certain amount of time and then he'll expire or he starts to demand bark and you can just tell by looking at mm-hmm. him, his barks, he's ready to leave, or he's yep. ready for somebody who's visiting to also leave. So he can be either. Mm-hmm. We have a few mm-hmm. energy people in our life, and so when they come over, he can only take so much time around them. Exactly. He lets them know it's time to go, so they don't always get the message. But he lets them know. Exactly. Exactly. And we're going to talk about some of the um, signs that Scott's talking about. But essentially, what he's talking about is that he noticed a change in his dog's behavior. Um, in these certain certain situations. And so let's like jump into um, some of the signs. Some of them you may know, you're like, aha, I know that one. Some of them you're like, you know what? I I never knew that, good to know. So the first one that you may may not know is that dogs will show the whites of their eyes. So you'll see them and they're like looking like this and they're looking around like they're crazy. So that's another sign that um, your dog may be stressed um, if they're just like standing there and they're like uh, the whites of their eyes are showing. So just be mindful if you see that. And we're going to talk at the end about how to help your dog through these stressful situations. So just, you know, keep the mental note of all the signs that if you notice that your dog is having. The second one is the position of your dog's ears. So uh, dogs communicate through their eye, they communicate through their ears. So a lot of times if a dog is stressed, you'll see their ears go flat back to their head. Um, and, and it's kind of like a little pancake, or sometimes you'll even see them go really, really erect and it may be a little bit rigid. And so those are um, signs that your dog may be stressed in a situation. Um, also, if your dog is showing their gums. And so, of course, it's normal for your dog to show their gums in play. But if they start to kind of do the low growl and kind of, you know, go out, but, you know, the mouth, you can see the gums like that. That's also a sign of stress as well. Um, the one Scott was talking about, barking. So dogs bark for many reasons. So they can, you know, which we'll get into another time. But if your dog's barking seem more unfocused than normal, so it's a difference between, you know, your dog sees something out the window and they're barking, 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 and they're not listening to you. But the type of, type of barking I'm talking about is they're barking, you're like, I don't know what they're barking at. Like, it just seems really random. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. That could be a sign that your dog is stressed. Um, also, just watching out for um, their... Um, vocalizations in how they're projecting themselves. So again, if you hear like the growling, if you hear whining, of course, whining could be interpreted as other things too, but that also could be a sign of stress. Whimpering, again, that can be interpreted as, you know, maybe your dog has a little bit of pain, but of course could be stress again. As Scott said, excessive panting, you know, just all, you know, and also I always talk about when, you know, we're talking about dogs and body language and signs and stuff. Always look 
under the context and environment of which is happening. If it makes sense that your dog is panting because it's 90 degrees out and you took them on a three mile hike, of course, they, you know, they're going to be panting. But if it's like, you know, 20 below and you're like in the dead of middle of winter and it's not that hot, there's no reason why your dog should be panting. In that scenario, you're like, okay, maybe I should look at my dog being a little bit more stressed in that situation. So always look at, you know, the environment, the situation and kind of figure out, is this normal for my dog or is it abnormal for them to be doing this in this situation? Um, another one that's common that can kind of get a little, a little tricky, especially if your dog's dealing with, um, you know, going through different foods or indigestion. So they can't actually have ingestion and digestion problems. Um if they are stressed, but that one, again, it can be another tricky one because you're already dealing with a dog with a sensitive stomach. How do you differentiate between whether they're stressed or whether they just have an upset stomach? But again, I mean, we're no detectives here, but you know your dog just like we know, you know, personality children or whatever it may be. So just kind of, you know, if you're feeding your dog and they have an upset stomach right after, then again, you want to associate that more along the food. But if they have an upset stomach and you're on a walk, then maybe it's more geared towards stress. So you want to kind of look at the two different scenarios and kind of figure out which one's stress and which one's really upsetting your dog's um, stomach. Again, um, Scott mentioned this one, the lip licking. That's a common one that can be mistaken as, oh, my dog's just really hungry, or it's not if you're eating something in the midst of them lip licking. It's like, oh, my dog just wants my food, or they're just doing that. But that's a common sign that you may see a lot that you're just think nothing of, but it's definitely a sign of your dog being stressed. So just make sure you monitor that one. Um, also, just a few more, and then we're going to get into the things you can do. Um, a common one that everyone probably knows is the tuck tail between the legs. Yeah. That's a really common one. Have you seen that one, Archie, at all, or no? Yeah, when like something he's very, very unsure of, or he, you know, especially at nighttime, he gets a little more freaked out about things where it yep. could be completely down and uh, sometimes tucked a little bit. And, you know, like, okay, he's reading the light of the road and there's something that is very concerning to him. I don't know what it is. Exactly. Yep. So you'll have those. Yeah. So the more you know your dog, the better you understand and have that bond with your dog and know what they're saying, it'll kind of help you through these. So just to run through a, a few more and really quickly without explanation, and then I'll jump into it. So unnecessary shaking, a quivering, abnormal shedding, tense muscles, excessive drooling, itching and scratching. Um, yawning, definitely one that also is, can be misjudged. Um, so you're probably asking myself, okay, that's great. You give me all these signs, but why is my dog stressed? I, I don't even know where to start. Like, why is my dog stressed? So of course, like I say, some of these things will be obvious, but you also um, just in general, your dog can be stressed for many reasons, but ideally it's like an environmental factor in which you, the environment in which you have your dog. And so um, dogs will get nervous if there's a lot going on in the environment. So if you have a bunch of kids running around or if you take them to a dog park that's overstimulated, if you take them to an event where there's a lot of people there, they may get stressed. So there's different environmental factors that go into why your dog's stressed. Um, and so that's usually the reason why they're a little bit stressed out, unless we're talking about you know, separation anxiety and things like that. Then that's, you know, essentially it's like a noise overload you know, and that can cause his dog stress. So what can you do to relieve the dog stress and alleviate them from being stressed? So the main thing is going to be controlling prevention. It's going to be controlling um, 
your dog's environment and reducing those stress factors for them. So that means like um, if they're in a noisy environment, trying to uh, decrease that noise if possible, if you can regulate that noise. So if you're at home and you're having like a, you know, I know the holidays are near, if you're having like a party, making sure your dog has a room off to a side, off to the side where they can get away from all the noise. Or if you're outside of an event, I know a lot of people go to like the Christmas tree lightings or whatever it may be, moving your dog away from the crowd until they're not showing any of those signs that they're stressed. Um, that's when you know they aren't stressed because you won't see those signs anymore. So you just want to essentially create a safe zone for your dog, whether that's a crate, a room, moving them away from or out of the environment, that all will help. That's going to help your dog feel comfortable and less stressed in that situation. It always, always, always in training, I talk about this all the time, just being consistent. Consistent caregivers, consistent routine, consistent structure within the consistency. That's all going to help your dog um, alleviate stress. So that's it. That's how, those are the signs. That's why it happens. That's how you alleviate it. So I hope you guys um, got some good tips on how to um, alleviate stress. Did you learn, Scott? Did you learn anything new about stress or um, with Archie? Like, are you like, huh? Archie's feet. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Like, there's a lot of things that I'm like, okay, yeah. And um, the one that I always sort of, not necessarily learned now, but it was like one thing that always hit me when I learned about it was the stress shake. So, yeah, the shake off, we call yeah, it. The shake off is always interesting. And then, um, but yeah, the different environments, big deal. And we see mm -hmm. it. I just moved. So, like, it's seeing Archie like adjust the new spot and then everything like that. Yeah. See the stressors and the body language and, yeah, you know, like you said, just being more aware and actually more consistent. And actually, the more you pay attention, the more you can usually pick up on things and what happens. So mm -hmm. um, yep. just learning your dog, right? Yeah. And before we go, I want to give you a trip, a quick dog trainer tip that we learned in dog trainer school, because we learn all these body language um, things. You're like, okay, well, do I look at for the lip licks first? Just if you see one, if, if you're watching this live and you see, if you notice like this one common theme, like, okay, my dog does do the lip licks all the time. Start with that. Like, you know, start with the lip licks first. Don't worry about the other stress signals. We see them great. But you want to start to identify this so you can start to decrease that for your dog. So just start with one signal at a time and to start to decrease that stress based on that signal and then work from there. That's all. But I hope you um, gain some good tips. If you have questions, you know where to reach me. Down for pause everywhere. And we'll see you next week with another great live. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.